Welcome to Stories of Runeterra. My name is Guy Black, or Ravenhood on the interwebs, and I'm just a humble storyteller here to draw you into the vast world of Runeterra by Riot Games. The Riot Games community has crafted an incredible universe filled with darkness. Each week we jump into the Riot Games universe and narrate something from the world of Runeterra off of the Riot Games universe site. Think of this whole thing as an audiobook of League stories and lore by yours truly. This week's story, in all its light-hearted upliftedness, is Nocturne, the Eternal Nightmare. Because happy birthday, he and I share the same birthday week. Such joy. And now for my terrible attempt at an impression. The darkness is closing in. A demonic amalgamation drawn from the nightmares that haunt every sentient mind, the thing known as Nocturne has become a primordial force of pure terror. It is liquidy chaotic in aspect, a faceless shadow with cold eyes and armed with wicked-looking blades. After freeing itself from the spirit realm, Nocturne now continually descends upon the waking world to feed on the kind of fear that can only thrive in true darkness. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Well, thanks for jumping in and listening to this week's episode of Stories of Terra. As you all know, I've told you every week, I got another podcast that I host with my buddy Elliot Moose Captain Minge called the Gamer Alchemy Podcast. And it also released today, and we were having a conversation about um, mashing together Super Smash Brothers and Isaac from the Golden Sun uh, games. So if either of those appeal to you and what it would look like to have Isaac as a Nintendo Super Smash Brothers character, go check it out. It's super fun. I had a lot of uh, I had a blast with it. I didn't play a lot of Golden Sun, so I learned a lot too. Enjoy it, like it, share it, tell your friends about it, and now we'll get on with the story of Eternal Darkness. Nocturne. The Eternal Nightmare. While all magic can be dangerous and unpredictable, there are some forms or disciplines that even the most skilled mages and sorcerers will shun, and with good reason. For centuries, the practice of shadow magic was all but forbidden across Terra for fear of reawakening the horrors it once released upon the world. The greatest of those horrors has a name— and its name is Nocturne. Towards the end of the Rune Wars, desperate for a victory, cabals of warrior mages sought any advantages they could find over their foes. Although no record names the first of them to cast off their flesh and enter the spirit realm, 
It is known that they came to stalk one another, not only on the battlefield, but in landscapes shaped by their own subconscious thoughts and emotions. Unconstrained by the laws of physical reality, they fought in ways that more mundane minds could scarcely comprehend, even conjuring subtle, etheric assassins to do their bidding. Shadow mages seemed particularly skilled at such things, and so it was, for a time, that they came to dominate the spiritual realm, casting it into twilight. The thoughts of mortals everywhere were touched by this darkness. It sapped their morale and infected their dreams with nameless fears hounding them day and night, driving some to commit ever more horrendous acts against their own kin. No one can say for certain whether all this suffering created Nocturne from nothing, or if it merely corrupted a lesser assassin construct into something more willful and deadly. But the shadowy creature that resulted was one of insubstantial form and fathomless dread. Nocturne understood nothing of kindness, honor, or nobility. It was terror made manifest, with none of the restraint necessary to control itself. This demonic creature howled within the spirit realm and set upon those foolish errant mages who had given it life, thrashing in desperation for an end to its own suffering. It was in pain, and that pain made it cruel, but it quickly acquired a taste for mortal fear. Time has little meaning in that other place, but Nocturne dragged out each and every pursuit for as long as possible, savoring the prey's anguish before cutting their life's silvery thread in an instant. Soon enough, there were none left who dared enter Nocturne's domain. Would the outcome of the Rune Wars have been different if the demon had not played its part beyond the veil? It's difficult to say for certain, but afterwards what little remained of the lore of shadow magic was hidden away, and its practice carried the sentence of death in many lands. Trapped in the spirit realm, with precious few intruders to sustain it, Nocturne began to starve. The only thing close to the delectable feasts of fear it had once tasted was when mortal minds unknowingly drifted through the ether in the hours of sleep, drawn on currents of magic to where the two realms divide and where peaceful dreams can easily become night terrors. Nocturne found a way to manifest itself into the waking world. Existing now as a shade, eyes burning with cold light, Nocturne has become a sinister reflection of the most primal fears of the many peoples of Runeterra. From the bustling cities to the desolate plains, from the mightiest king to the lowliest peasant, the demon has drawn to any weakness of spirit it can twist into mortal terror and everlasting darkness. All right, um, before I read the story today, I just want to give a little bit of a trigger warning. Um, this one involves night terrors and gets a little freaky. So if you're someone that genuinely has struggles with night terrors or you have family that does, probably would not recommend listening to this one with them because the fear and paralyzing nature of night terrors is a real struggle for some people so again if you are someone that deals with that 
I'm going to say hit us up next week or go check out our other podcast and don't listen to this one. So anyway, love you guys. Just want to let you know. Anyways, if that's not you and you do like the spooky weird stuff, let's jump on in. Prepare yourselves. This week's story is real lighthearted. It's called The Shadow Door by Ian St. Martin. Tell me another story. No, no, Abel, Kelvin said, setting the storybook down on a table and drawing the blanket snug around his son's shoulders. That's two stories already. Now it's time for sleep. But, whispered the boy, pulling the covers up beneath his eyes, what if the monsters get me? Kelwin smiled. He half chided himself for telling his son the tales, a collection of old valor and fables replete with courageous heroes triumphing over evil sorcerers and monstrous beasts. They were from a storybook Kelwin's own father had read to him when he was young, though maybe not as young as Abel. The last story he had read, The Shadow Door, had been Kelwin's favorite as a child where a young squire wins the day against a foul king seeking to cloak the whole world in a world of shadow. It had scared him silly, Calwin remembered fondly. Perhaps he should have waited a little longer before reading it to his own son. Thought was just a story, said Calwin, sitting down lightly at the edge of Abel's bed. Even if you do have a bad dream, those monsters from the story can never hurt you, all right? It's all make-believe. They aren't real. He leaned down to kiss Abel's forehead, but the boy shrank back from him. What? chuckled Kelwin. <laughs> Too old for a kiss. His chuckle died as Abel kept sinking into the bed. A chill ran up Kelwin's spine as his son sank lower and lower as though a pit had opened up beneath the mattress. Abel cried out as the blanket wound tight around his body. It began to glisten, becoming silk and wet as it morphed into a red-spotted tongue. Kelwin snapped free from the shock that had rooted him in place and he reached out for his son, struggling to get a hold of Abel and pull him out, but the tongue only wound tighter, sliding deeper and down. The edges of the bed splintered with a sharp crack, jagged spars of wood rose, turning sharp and yellow as they calcified into fangs. The entire frame was transforming into a gigantic, hideous maw, poised to devour Kelwin's son whole. Abel! He cried, staggering as he began to retch, coils of dark mist feathered from his nose and lips rising to swirl above the changing bed like a gathering storm. The maw flexed, yawning wide as it released a deafening, blood-curdling scream. It was neither the roar of a great predator nor the howl of a beast gathering its kin for the hunt. It sounded to Kelwin like a birthing cry, almost as if it were in agony. Papa! Abel screamed before he vanished from sight. The jaws snapped shut. Kelwin bolted upright, gasping, drawing in great lungfuls of air as he ran his hand down a face sheened in cold sweat. His eyes flitted around, seeing nothing in his lightless room. It was the middle of the night, and built over and the lamps of the city street below were barely visible through the curtains of his window. <sighs> After a few moments, his heart stopped pounding and his thoughts began to calm. He couldn't remember the last time he'd had a nightmare, 
nor could he recall one as vivid and real as the one had been just now. His mind went to his son. He should get out of bed, just for a quiet moment to check on Abel, to see if he was... Papa? Kelwin started at the sound of the voice. His eyes had slowly adjusted to the dark, enough just only to now see the small shape of his son standing at the foot of the bed. Abel, huh? Kelwin blinked. Abel, what are you? Why? asked the boy. Kelwin frowned. What? What are you doing up? Are you all right? Why did you have that dream, Papa? What? Kelwin asked. Any trace of sleep had gone from his mind. Why? Why? Why would you do it? Abel said again, his voice taking on a pleading edge. Calwin could only see the silhouette of his son's face with the curtains drawn, but he didn't remember drawing them. Don't, don't you know that that's what feeds him? Calwin suddenly felt very cold. He looked up over Abel's head, seeing the tall shadow that he cast over the wall. A shadow that was not of his son. Abel shivered, and his silhouette melded into the shadow on the wall. In a moment, the image of the boy was gone, fading rapidly to nothing in the growing darkness. Kelwin reached out to him, then watched a thin tendril of dark mist sigh out of Abel's lips, just as it had in his dream. With a wet, burbling hiss, the shadow began to tear itself loose from the wall. Sheer terror seized Kelwin as he watched a creature emerge. It was like a living shadow, roughly human in form, its body tapering down beneath the torso like the tip of a blade. The monster rippled and wavered as though Kelwin were viewing it beneath dark waters with a pair of cold, staring eyes boring back into him through his very soul. Adrenaline flooded Kelwin, an animal response of flight surging through every fiber of his being. But try as he might, no matter how his body demanded it, his mind betrayed him. He was paralyzed, incapable of being anything more than a witness to something he had believed only existed in old fables read by fathers to their sons. A monster. One that was real. The creature's jaws parted a fraction, revealing long, crooked teeth. Then it spoke to him, somehow repeating Kelwin's panicked thoughts back to him in his own voice. What are you? It rasped. Where did you come from? It surged closer, hovering over him. Drops of midnight fell from its form, bleeding away to nothing like ink in the ocean. The monster's arms elongated, their ends twisting and flattening into broad, wicked blades that hooked over its claws. Kelwin blanched, unable to look away from the nightmare creature as it bent down, bringing its horrifying visage directly level with his. It whispered a single word to Kelwin before it buried its blades in his heart. An answer to his question spoken softly with the voice of a drowning man sinking into the darkest depths. You. Dawn came, ushering in the bustle and noise of the thriving merchant city. Sunlight bathed the metropolis, shining from every window, including that of Kelwin's bedroom. 
A voice came from the other side of the door, accompanied by the soft knock of a child's tiny hand. Papa? The knob turned slowly, Abel cracking the door just enough for a peek. It's morning! The boy entered the father's room, and the shadows withdrew as he opened the door wider. They slid back from the morning light, but somehow slower, more reluctantly than usual. Papa, where are you? called Abel, fear creeping into his voice as he looked around the room. There was no sign of his father, or of anyone else in the gloom, and yet the boy could not shake the idea that something crowded into the darkest corner of the room was watching him. Abel coughed, not noticing the tiny wisp of mist that followed, before turning back towards the hall and closing the door behind him. episode and a little weird for me just because I'm a dad and I read stories to my daughter. I don't read anything that intense, but I know that I also really enjoy things like Call of Cthulhu and some of the more like heavy stuff, so it makes me think twice about when and where I will start reading those kinds of stories to my daughter. Um, And so, yeah, a lot to think about there kind of shows us how no matter what kind of story we read or tale we hear we can think about how it can help us grow to be better people you know that's how i always do with that anyway hope you guys enjoyed that yeah i know it's not really the the saint patrick's day celebration type thing that you might have here in the states uh but hey i share a birthday with nocturne close to at least so why not figured i'd switch it up anyway hope you enjoyed it like share comment subscribe there's no subscribe here i guess but you know pass it on tell your friends about us if you really enjoy it leave me uh something on social media if you like what i do and anyway thanks for listening i'll catch y'all on the flip side